0: Hi, I'm Dominic Insinius, Leader of the Heart. I want to welcome you to the Heart Podcast. Thank you for letting us be a small part in your journey of faith. I hope this message today encourages you and strengthens you. Big things can happen when we expect God to move, so I pray today that God would speak to you through this message. Now, I was thinking about this this message this week because we're we're in a series called What Faith Looks Like. And we, we came up with this idea because we, we, we talked about the different things, the different ways that faith shows up in our life. Sometimes I, I'll, I'll hear someone pray. They're praying about something that they want, and I'm like, wow, that, if that's what faith looks like, I don't know if I have any faith because I can't pray like that person. I don't know if I believe that hard uh, every day. And so we were, we were talking about the idea of faith looking very differently depending on where you are in life, depending on how you grew up. Some people have very – it's very easy for them to have faith for. Uh, Healing healing in their life and healing in the life of someone else. For somebody else, it's very easy for them to have faith in in finances, faith in God's provision. But it's not easy for all of us to have faith in all the things all at the same time. So we wanted to talk about what are the different ways that faith shows up in our life, what faith looks like. And if you haven't been here, the past couple weeks, we talked about how faith can look like sacrifice How faith can look like sacrifice and that we trade something that we want now for something we really want later. And then this past week, we talked about how faith can look like doubt. That when we start with doubt, it actually makes room for our faith to grow. Well, today, I want to talk about how faith, a lot of times in our life, looks like accepting the unknown. Now, the unknown is one of the scariest things that you and I can face in life. The unknown can cause anxiety. The unknown can cause us to, to stop moving forward at all. Is anyone in here like really, really handy and crafty at home? If something breaks, you're like, I'll fix it myself? Few people, okay. Is anyone else not that way at all? Okay, yeah. Those are my people. Um, uh, if anything breaks, I'm like, I don't care how much the expert costs, hire them, get them in here. <laughs> toilet, The toilet handle's broken, need a plumber. I'm not, I don't know, I, I wouldn't even know what to do in there, you know. Got to hang a shelf, like, is there a handyman anybody knows to come hang this shelf for me? I just, I don't know what it is. And I should probably see a therapist about this part in particular, but I always get a little bit of anxiety when something, when I need to fix something, I need to do something, because my thought always goes to, well, if I don't do it the right way, because there's always a right way for perfectionists, right? If I don't do it the right way, then I'll just have wasted a bunch of time, and then I'll take, you know, six trips to Lowe's back and forth, and I know it's close, but it's across the highway, you guys get it. and so I, I, get, I get this anxiety, so I'm like, I just, I, I don't know how to do that stuff. And then somebody who, who thinks they're helping me will say, well, why don't you just go to YouTube? You can find anything to do on YouTube. I'm like, oh, Ken, you've never heard of YouTube before. And, uh, <laughs> and I go to YouTube, and I'm like, yep, this still looks impossible. I don't have all the tools this person has. You know, this is all going in my brain. I don't have all the tools this person has. That tool belt, that's a game changer. I don't have that. You know, I don't have the safety goggles. I have glasses. It's not the same. So I I might as well just not do it. And so I'll hire a friend of mine to come do it. I'll pay a friend of mine to come hang my TV for me. (laughs) That really happened. Except he didn't want any payment. (laughs) I was like, you have no idea what you did. This means everything to me. That is the unknown to me. I, am, uh, I wouldn't say I'm terrified of it, but enough to where I don't even venture into that area. Now there have been a lot of unknowns in my life, and, and I wanna know for you, where have the unknowns been in your life? Where right now in your life are, are, is there something unknown that is causing you a little bit of panic, maybe causing you a little bit of anxiety, causing you a little bit of fear because you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know what's going to happen with this job that you're at. You don't know what's going to happen next for your marriage or in parenting or whatever it is in your life. Where do you feel unprepared? A lot of times when we are unprepared, the unknown is even scarier. But there is something powerful, there's something juicy when we say, okay, I know the unknown is going to be there. That's the only thing consistent about the unknown, is no matter where you're going in life, no matter how you're trying to grow, no matter what you're trying to do for your next steps of faith, you can be positively sure, I can guarantee you right now, that you will run into the unknown, something that you didn't know, that you weren't prepared for that you didn't know how to handle. And what are we supposed to do in our faith, our spirituality, when we run into the unknown? Now for a lot of times when it comes to religion, what we like to do with the unknown is bring certainty to it. Say, just make a decision. It's unknown, but we're just gonna say this is what it is. And I wanna ask you today encourage you today, maybe challenge you today, just for today, or maybe just for this week, what would it look like for you to accept the unknown? Not need to smooth out the rough edges of the unknown, not need to clear up the fuzzy parts of the unknown, but to accept the unknown. I want to read a, a verse today for y'all, uh, and if, you, if you've been to church before, you, you're probably familiar with it. And if you've ever had anxiety and talked to a church person about your anxiety, they probably, read you, they probably read you this scripture. But I want to look at today with a certain thought in mind, this, this idea of accepting the unknown. So I want to read Philippians 4. Verses 6 through 7, I'm going to read out of the Message Bible. Now, whatever Bible you read out of, it might look a little bit different. The words are going to be different. That's okay. Um, it, all these different translations are just different ways that we're able to see what the author was trying to say, right? We're translating an ancient language that was written in an ancient culture, and so we're trying to understand all of that. And if you have your Bible, uh, your Bible app on your phone, you can follow along there. This is Philippians 4. Philippians 4. And Philippians is actually a letter, okay, so it was a letter written by a man named Paul to a group of people, kind of a a church that Paul started, I guess. And he would send these letters to them, helping them work through what it was like to have faith, what it was like to walk with Jesus, what it was like to step into this new way of doing things, this new way of approaching God. And so he would send this letter, and this letter would probably be read out loud, probably in a gathering such such as this. Okay, so check this out. This is Philippians 4, verses 6 through 7. Don't fret or worry. That would be, that would be unhelpful if that, was the, just, if that was it. You ever been really stressed out about something and somebody's like, man, don't stress about it. You're like, oh my gosh, I had never thought about that. I had never thought about just not worrying about it. Everything's better now. I'm so. I'm not usually this sarcastic on a Sunday. I mean, I'm always sarcastic, but not usually. I don't know what my problem is. Don't fret or worry. Just don't worry about it. Instead of worrying, pray. Let petitions and praises shape your worries into prayers, letting God know your concerns. And before you know it, a sense of God's wholeness, everything coming together for good, will come and settle you down. It's wonderful what happens when Christ displaces worry at the center of your life. So if we stop at just don't fret or worry, that's not very helpful, because that's impossible. But watch what Paul is trying to encourage us to do. It's don't fret or worry, but do this instead. And so, okay, so you have things that you're fretting about. You have things that you're fearful of. You have an unknown in front of you. You have things that you're worrying about. How can you stop from worrying or fearing the unknown? Well, take that worry and turn those into prayers. If you're taking notes, write this down. I can't take credit for this, I didn't come up with this, I just heard it somewhere. Worrying is like praying for the opposite of what you want. Worrying is like praying for the opposite of what you want. So if you really want the Cowboys to win today, or the Chiefs, or the Lions, or whoever else you're a fan of, if you really want your team to win today, the last thing you want to do is worry about the other team winning. We don't want to spend our energy thinking and putting all that energy into the opposite of we want to happen. So Paul is saying, "Hey, instead of worrying, let's take those worries, let's take those things that we're concerned with, and let's turn them into prayers. Let's let's turn those into thinking about what we do want, what we hope to achieve, where we do want our future to go. We have fear of the unknown." But what if we said, okay, I know what I don't know, or I know that I won't know. This is gonna get confusing. I know that I won't know, but I don't know what I won't know. Don't write that down. (laughs) I might just cut that from the recording. Okay, if you're taking notes, write this down too. Acceptance of the unknown removes fear of the unknown. Because if you're going to have this unknown in front of you, no matter what, no matter what, whatever your next project is at work, whatever your next big thing is in your life, if you are wanting to grow yourself spiritually, and maybe that's why you're here today. You're here today because you're thinking to yourself, I want to do something in my faith. I want to grow myself spiritually, but there's an unknown aspect to that. And I want to give you permission or challenge you or encourage you or whatever you need to hear today to say, I'm going to accept the unknown. And I know that sounds simple, but it is not. And I know it's a silly example, but me with all my handyman stuff, I do not accept the unknown. I just run from it. I don't even think, it stresses me out. I just get anxiety over it and I have to have somebody else handle it. Now, I know I'm a saint for employing the people of San Marcos to do all this stuff at my house. That's a cross I'm willing to bear. But what would happen, what would happen if I accepted the unknown? And what does that look like for me? That looks like I go into the bathroom and God forbid, it doesn't flush. Oh my gosh. You know, anxiety levels start to rise. I start to sweat a little bit. Anybody else get those like beads of sweat when they're getting anxious, right? And i I'm like, okay, I know that there's going to be unknown. What if I tried to fix it? <laughs> and this is like a big deal for me in my moment in my house. And I know people fix toilets all the time. What if I went to Lowe's and bought one of those toilet guts things, swapped this out, and put another one in? What about that? And what if it doesn't work out right? Well, then I can get somebody to fix it. And see, saying all that out loud to you, it sounds so simple, but that's just not, that's not how it happens. So what if I could do something like that? What if I could say, okay, I know there's going to be some unknowns, but I'm going to try this. I know there's going to be some unknowns, but I'm going to take a step anyway. That is literally how your faith grows. I know there's going to be some unknowns in this journey of faith, but we take a step anyway. I was looking at all kinds of different scriptures today to use, and there's so many, there's so many scriptures in the Bible, throughout the Bible, Old Testament, New Testament, where there's this imagery of walking even when you're scared. There's a particular Psalm, Psalm 23. It's read a lot at uh, funerals, I will have no fear of evil, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, right? There's this, there's this imagery of walking in fear, not knowing what's going to happen, but continuing to walk. Man, that's the kind of faith I want to have, where I continue to walk even if I'm scared. Why? And it's always the same reason why you don't need to be scared. If you look through, if you look through here, this book, it's always the same reason why you don't need to be scared because God is with you, because God is with you, and I I think we can double down on that, because I don't know, if you're like me, there are some times where I know it's not true, but I don't always feel like God is there. You ever sometimes feel like God is quiet, or if you're like me, you feel like God is busy. I don't know why I always think God is too busy for me. Maybe there's another thing I got to work out in therapy. Is anybody taking notes on this so I can tell my therapist about this? So what if, what if we surrounded ourselves with people who are also trying to walk forward in their faith? Then, then when we doubt, then when we face the unknown, we can be reminded that God is with us by someone who is also with us in this journey of faith. Now we are empowered. Now we're empowered to grow in our faith. We're empowered to grow in life. Because not only is God with us, but we have these people around us that can encourage us with that, remind us of that, and be there with us in that. That's what happens when we can accept the unknown. It doesn't mean we just walk in, arms wide open, unprepared to whatever happens. But we prepare For the unknown. How do you prepare for the unknown? Last thing, I want you to write this down if you're taking notes. When we prepare for the unknown, fear loses its place in our life. When we prepare for the unknown. So how, how do you prepare for the unknown? How is that even possible? If you don't know, it's exactly what I said earlier, you don't know what you won't know, and then whatever else I said. So if you don't know what's coming ahead, how can you possibly prepare I'm gonna tell you, it's so easy. You just prepare for everything, no. It's kind of like, it's kind of like camping. Is anybody an avid camper, avid camper? Love to camp, few, okay. Is anybody anti-camping, just would never go? Okay, wow. (laughs) hey, we got some work to do. So those of you that raised your hand and said you would never want to go camping, if I said you're going camping, what do you need to bring? (laughs) You wouldn't know. You would have no idea. So what would you do? If I said we're going camping and you're leading it, you have no choice, you have to go, how would you prepare for that? Well, maybe you would Google, what do you take camping? Can you imagine how embarrassing that would be for you? I'm just kidding. No, you'd prepare. You'd you'd figure out, what do I need to bring? You'd ask the one person who raised their hand at church on Sunday that said they camp, you'd ask them, what should I bring camping? What's important to have? What's unnecessary? If you know you have an unknown in front of you, you're facing something that's unknown, what would you do to prepare? You would read up. You would ask somebody and then you would do your best. So if we don't know what's ahead in life, how do we, how do we use that, okay, we're not gonna go camping, what if I have, I'm having trouble uh, parenting, I'm having trouble in my marriage, I'm having trouble at work, I don't know if I'm supposed to move or not, I don't know if I'm supposed to continue going to school or not. The way to prepare for the unknown is to, pre- is to prepare and take care of your heart, your soul, your mind, your health. Now, this isn't a secret, this isn't a trick, this isn't a hack, this isn't a fix. We prepare for the unknown by taking care of ourselves. When we take care of ourselves, then we can handle what's in front of us. Has anybody flown a plane recently or been in a plane, not flown a plane? Are there any pilots? That's fun. Has anybody been in a plane recently? What do they always tell you? When the oxygen comes down, what are you supposed to do first? Tape, you gotta put it on yourself. How can you help anyone if you're not taking care of yourself? If you are prepared for what life can bring, now obviously you can't prepare for every specific circumstance coming up, but if when bad things happen, you let it throw you into a rage then when something really bad happens in your life, you have prepared yourself to handle bad things happening with anger and just anger. Which there's nothing wrong with anger. Anger is a very helpful emotion. But what if acceptance of the unknown, of the big unknowns coming in your life? There's nothing scary about unknowns. I mean, unknowns are scary, but I'm not trying to tell you some scary unknown is coming your way. I'm telling you that an unknown is coming your way no matter what we do. But you don't have to be scared of it because you can take the time today, this week, now, this year to prepare for unknowns in your life. Because you can let little unknowns give you a chance to practice faith. You can let little unknowns that happen in your life give you a chance to practice patience. You can let little unknowns that happen in your life give you a chance to practice hope. That's what I want for you. That's what I want for me. I would love to be the kind of person that has the kind of faith where my faith shows up like accepting the unknown. I don't know what's going to happen in this particular situation, but I'm not going to let that keep me from moving forward in what I feel like I'm supposed to do and what I'm feeling like God needs me to do. Even if there's going to be an unknown, a lot of times we'll hide from a conversation because of an unknown, right? I don't know how this is going to go. I'd rather just not bring it up. I don't know, I don't know what they, there's so many conversations I don't have because I'm like, well, I don't know what they would say if I say that. I want, to, I want to be able to predict everything. You see how we think? We think certainty is the antidote. But it's not, it's not. It's just accepting the unknown. I need to tell this person this thing and I don't know how it's going to go, but I love them enough to say it. Or they need to hear it. Tough love it is. What would happen for you if you accepted the unknown that's going on in your life right now? I mean, if I can fix the guts of a toilet, does anybody know what that's actually called? Is that the flange? I'm just a handyman, so I know the words. I know the lingo. If I can fix the guts of a toilet, then you can face what's going on in your life. If you don't know, ask. If you don't know, find people around you who you see that they have faith, that their faith has grown. Surround yourself with people who are growing and walking in their faith. The same way you would ask somebody who was a camper what you should take camping, do the same thing with when you're trying to grow, grow your faith, put people around you who are growing their faith as well. And you might not get the answers you want or you might not get answers at all. But growing your faith is not about getting answers. Growing your faith sometimes looks like just accepting the unknown. And what if those unknowns, just like Paul says here in, uh, in this verse, turning that worrying into prayers, turning those worries into prayers. What if we turned our unknowns into opportunities for faith. There's an unknown coming up in my life this week. What if I use that as an opportunity to grow my faith? There's an unknown coming up for you in your life this week. What if you use that as a small opportunity to grow your faith? To grow your trust in God? To grow your trust in yourself? To grow your trust in your partner? To grow your trust in your children? To grow your trust in your parents? What an opportunity we would have to do that. Now, I know that you can't prepare for everything, but we can prepare our soul. We can prepare our heart. If you could, I want you to close your eyes for a moment and bow your heads. I want to pray for you this morning. I want to challenge you this week, just for this week, I want you to pick one thing, identify one thing in your life that is an unknown. And I want to challenge you to use that unknown as an opportunity to grow your faith. I don't know what that looks like for you, but I want to challenge you with that. To look at an unknown and use that today, this week, whatever it is as an opportunity to grow your faith. With your eyes closed and your heads down, if you want to accept that challenge today, on the count of three, put your hand up and we're gonna pray. One, two, three, put your hand up real quick if you want to accept that challenge. Okay, go ahead and put your hands down. Let's pray. God, we thank you for the unknowns in life. We thank you for the unknowns because they give us a chance to trust in you, to put our faith in you, to work out our faith, to grow our faith. God, for the people in this room who are, who are unsure what to do next in, in, in their marriage or their parenting or, or, or their job or, or at school, God, I pray that this, in this non, this not knowing and this unknown of what to do next, that you would remind them that you are there, that you are love, that you are hope, and that we can walk in this hope and love because you have led us. We love you, and we pray that in your name. Amen. Thanks for listening to The Heart Podcast. At The Heart, we like to say you don't have to go to church here to go to church here. That means you are already part of the community just by listening to the message today. If today's message connected with you, we want to invite you to share it with someone who may benefit from it. We would love to be a part of your journey of faith. Please visit us online at church/next to see what your next step may be. And if you live near San Marcos, Texas, we would like to invite you to visit us in person this Sunday morning at 10 a.m. Remember to be bold this week and connect with those around you. It's how your relationships grow and how your faith grows.